I'm just like, I don't know, where do you want to go? And they're like, no, 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 you choose. And I'm like, I don't want to choose. Because what if I choose somewhere that somebody doesn't like? Bum, 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 bum. Me when I make my own intro music. Hi! <laughs> and welcome back to another episode of the How's That podcast. I think we're on episode six now, I'm pretty sure. And you're like curious when we get some collabs in. I promise we will have some collabs soon. I just need to figure out who wants to chat shit with me and when. So, welcome back to another episode. I hope you're doing well. Hope you're having a good day or night or morning, evening, afternoon middle of the night whatever time of day it is that you're listening to this all night whatever hope you're having a good one um and hope you've had a good week or hope you do have a good week if it's the start of your week when you're listening to this because i don't actually know when i'm going to upload this i'm uploading this on a i'm uploading i'm recording this on a thursday thursday night it's currently 29 minutes past six because you definitely wanted to know the time and yeah i've just come back from school I say just, I've been home for like two hours. Um, I've come back from school because I was on half term for like 10 days um, and school got cancelled because of the storm and stuff. And then I was like, <laughs> so I, I love being off school because of the storm. Um, but I've been off school for like 10 days now. And honestly, I was not ready to go back, but I only had one lesson today, so it was fine. Anyway, um, hope you guys are doing well. And today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about something that I um wasn't really sure like how to title this or what wasn't really sure of like what to kind of um go about this like but I'm just going to be talking to you today about the uncertainty and the unknowing nature of just being really basically what i'm trying to say to you is the message the like overriding message of today's podcast is it's okay to be unsure because i am a very unsure person i'm a very uncertain person i'm a very indecisive person which if you're friends with me i'm sure you will know because i'm never able to make decisions anyway today we're going to be talking about the uncertain and unknown indefinite nature of life and just is it indefinite i think it's it's not indefinite, I think it's indefinite, but we're going to be talking about the uncertain and indefinite nature of life today, and why it's okay to be unsure sometimes. So I started realising just how much of an indecisive person I was, probably like three or four years ago now. I feel like it was just started when I was like 14 or 15, when I had a lot of decisions to be making all at the same time and they were kind of piling up on me and people were expecting me to be able to make these decisions and I was kind of like please just just let me decide and I will get back to you in my own time but um I think it probably started when I started doing my GCSEs um and if you're not from the UK you'll be like what the fuck are GCSEs GCSEs are they stand for general certificate of education and general certificate of secondary education sorry and they are some a set of exams that you will do if you're in what's called year 10 and year 11 some people do them in year 9 which i think is year in, which is ninth grade and 10th grade in the USA and i'm not sure how it works in other countries but um they're basically a set of exams you sit in some subjects are compulsory and then you can choose 
I think it's three or four. I think some some schools might let you do five, but my school let me do three. You can choose some optional subjects to take as well. Um, obviously they <laughs> give you a little bit of choice, but I um started feeling very uncertain about life around this time because I've never really been sure what I wanted to do with my future I've never been the kind of person that just went through life thinking this is the path I'm heading towards in the future and I know what I need to do to get there I was always very kind of skeptical about people around me making those decisions people around me knowing what they wanted to do and then I was just kind of like "Mm, I don't really know why does everybody know but me because um I remember when I was in year nine, which is eighth grade in the USA, I think, middle school. I actually don't have a clue, but um, we had this lesson. We had an hour a week lesson called Key Skills, where basically we were just supposed to learn about life skills, but we literally did shit all. But basically, um, every, we like the teacher was getting us to make like a mock-up version of a CV, like how to write a CV and how to lay it out and make like a template and what you needed to include in it and everything. And then people were like, okay, can we do this for like a job we would want to apply for in the future? And the teacher was like, yeah, sure, you can do that, yeah. And then um, the teacher was like to me, he was like, what, what, what's, uh, what's yours towards on you? And I was like, I don't know what it's towards because I don't know what I want to do in the future and then as the year went on um we were just kind of going on like different careers websites and seeing what careers would be best suited to us and then they were asking like what we'd want to do when we left school and I was like why are we thinking about this now we've still got like three years left in school why are we thinking about this now um and I wish you got like the message echoed to me oh it's not important you don't have to make your mind up now if you don't know what you want to do now that's fine because you've still got time and then it got to year 10 and I was still fine still didn't know what to do but thinking still got time it's fine got to year 11 was a little bit more nervous think I I was like 90 90% sure I wanted to go to sixth form which is um what you do when you're 16 you can either choose to leave school and go straight into a job you can go to sixth form or you can go to college um or you could do an apprenticeship if you're not from the uk i feel like most of my listeners are from the uk so they probably do know what i'm talking about but i think there's like a small majority from the usa so i don't really know how to explain it but it's basically um just as if you can leave school if you don't think that carrying on with like academic education is right for you but you can stay in school if you do want to go down that more academic route so or like you're not really sure and you think like I'll just get some qualifications under my belt so you just stay in school um I decided to stay in sixth form um in my school just because I was really unsure of like if I did want to go to a college what would I do in college and the nearest college to me is like 45 minutes away so I was like it's just a bit of a it's just a bit of effort really so um I just decided to stay in sixth form in my school for two years um and I was just like yeah still don't know what I want to do after I leave sixth form um but you know I'm hoping that I'll use this time productively and I'll be able to make a decision by the time I'm in my final year of school so it got to year 12 and we were like I literally remember my first day of year 12 so clearly because it was purely a day of just like setting up like applications and stuff for like university and like making accounts of like things you can apply for university for and like it was just really it was just a big eye-opener for me because I just remember being like oh my god like what am I even doing I don't know what I'm doing in the future I don't 
don't understand what I'm doing, don't understand why I'm doing this. Um, and I'm still thinking it's fine, I've still got a year, I've still got time. And then I think it was like halfway through year 12, they started um, getting us to write these things called personal statements. Um, and they're basically something that you use to um, apply for university for. You make your application to five different universities and then you have to attach a personal statement as well. And that includes all your grades, it includes a reference from your teacher and it basically just includes like any of your skills, a bit of information about you, what your strengths, um, wouldn't really put your weaknesses in there. Just basically, um, it's kind of similar to a CV or a resume. It's basically just selling yourself to universities and just being like, hey, this is me. This is what I'm good at. This is what I can offer you. These are my grades. Look how smart I am. But in my case, it was just like, hi, please accept me because I do not have a clue what I wanted to do if I didn't go to university if I didn't get into university I've had what's called conditional offers from all five of my universities um which basically means if I get the grades that they want um because each university gives you an offer based on grades um unless you get an unconditional offer but they're very rare nowadays which is like we don't care what grades you get we want you anyway which is I think it's generally for the more like less competitive courses but um for um, what I want to do, I want to do education in Spanish, which is a combined degree, which basically means I get part education, part Spanish. So I'm not limited to myself to like one thing. Um, and I really like the combined degrees. I think they're really cool. Um, so basically, for my degree, um, it varies. But for my firm choice, I need a BCC. And then for my insurance choice, you're supposed to <laughs> you're supposed to have lower grades for your insurance choice than your firm choice, but I actually have higher grades, so it doesn't really make sense. I have BB, I think it's BB, I think no wait, I think it's BCC for my firm, and then it's BBC or something like that, or just 112 UCAS points, um, for my insurance choice. So I was like, okay, cool, um, I can <laughs> I can probably get you that. But conditional means that if I don't reach those grades, I don't get into university. And I don't have a clue what I'm going to do if I don't get into university. But anyway, that's not what I was talking about. I was talking about when I was doing this and this like whole application process and writing my personal statement and everything like that. I was absolutely bricking it because I didn't know what I was applying for at this point. I was still so confused about the future and like how I was supposed to take this and make a future out of it basically because what I've got like 40 50 60 70 years ahead of me this is just such a scary thought and like this is the rest of my life what I'm doing at 16 to 18 years old contributes to the rest of my life and like obviously you can change career paths and you can make something else and you can do something else if you decide you don't like what you initially choose to do but it kind of shapes your whole life really the decisions you make at such a young age, and I kind of think that's like an unfair concept, isn't it? That like the decisions you make at literally like 17, 18 years old shape the rest of your life. Like that is such a scary thought. And there are so many like teachers and adults and stuff that I've met that have said to me like the decisions I made at 16, 17, 18 years old have not led me to where I am now. Like I've changed career paths, I've changed jobs, I've changed motives. And it's all well and good saying that, but saying that to a 17-year-old at the time who was, like, definite that this is what they want to do, they're going to be like, no, I can't really see myself changing in the future. But then, like, obviously you could. Obviously you might, like, start wanting to be a doctor and then in the future you might be, like, a retail worker or something like that. It's crazy. But 
the overarching message of like throughout school and throughout my life has just been that it's okay to be unsure because you always will have time and even if it feels like you're running out of time you still have time that summer when I finish year 13 I have an extended summer because after my fin- after I finish my exams I'm allowed to leave so that summer I still have like what eight weeks something like that ten weeks I don't know because I don't go back to I don't go to, I wouldn't well <laughs> I'm like saying this conditionally if I go to university not when I go to university but if I go to university um those I think I don't go back until late September so it's like 10 weeks maybe I don't know but I don't necessarily have to go to university if I don't want to I know I've made it my firm choice and it's like it's not like I have to go there. It's not like they're holding me to a contract and it's like, if you don't go, you have to owe us all this money or whatever. Like, whatever happens, you, like, get sent to, like, some place if you don't go to university. But it's like, you don't have to do anything, okay? It's your life. And, like, you still have time. I still have time to make these decisions. So, as a very uncertain person and as someone who has just always been unsure of what the future is, what's the next step... I think it's kind of been reassuring to know that I'm not alone in that and that there are other uncertain people out there and that I'm not the only one who's like, whoa, what's happening tomorrow? Never mind in 10 years. It's just, it's reassuring to know that I'm not the only one. But I'm indecisive about a lot of shit, honestly. Um, When you're 17 in the UK, you can legally start learning to drive. Um, And as I'm sure you're probably aware, I'm 18 which means I've been allowed to legally start learning to drive for over a year now. However, I only started in January because, and I'll tell you why, ladies and gents and non-binary folk, my provisional license, which is what you need to start driving lessons, is took a year to arrive, a literal year, okay? Because I sent off for it a week after my 17th birthday, and I got it back two weeks after my 18th birthday a year and a week it took a year and a week to come don't even honestly i was so pressed like when it came with the post i was like no like i actually forgot about it for a while like i actually forgot about like the fact that i'd sent off for it so such a long time ago because it was literally a year ago and then I remembered and I was like, all of my friends are either passing their test or getting close to passing their test. I haven't even freaking started learning to drive yet. Um, and my friends were like, why haven't you started? I was like, oh, there's kind of a problem. I don't have a provisional. So, But then I did. And I didn't start looking for driving instructors until like December uh, last year, 2021, because... I don't know, I was just scared, I was just indecisive, I was like, this is right for me, am I going to be able to do this, do I really need a car, do I really need to know how to drive, I'm going to be going to uni soon, I'm just going to be getting trains there anyway, so it's really a point, however, lo and behold, here we are, six lessons later, but I'll tell you what happened, guys, because I like to be truthful, here on, how's that, Um, I had three manual lessons, and it just wasn't for me, because I just couldn't get the handle of the clutch, so, I switched to automatic and you know what best decision I've ever made best decision I'm only three lessons in I've got my fourth lesson next Monday um it's Thursday when I'm recording this but honestly the best decision I've ever made it's so much easier and I know I'm only four lessons three lessons in so you probably like just wait until it gets harder and you have to start doing maneuvers and stuff but it is so much easier now that I don't have to worry about gear changing and the clutch and everything like that is so much easier 
So, very, very indecisive when it comes to things and not just school and not just like future wise, just a lot of things in general. I'm just very indecisive about just because I cannot make my mind up. I usually prefer to like ask other people to make a decision for me. Like, you know, have you ever been in that situation when you're with your friends or you're with like a group of people and they're like, where should we go to eat? And then they say, where do you want to go? And I like, if I'm that person, I'm just like, I don't know, where do you want to go? And they're like, no, 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 you choose. And I'm like, I don't want to choose. Because what if I choose somewhere that somebody doesn't like? I always do that. Like, um, I was going over to my friend's house this one time and she was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know, you choose. And she was like, no, 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 I always choose, you choose. And I was like, there is a reason you always choose because I cannot choose. Like, I just don't know. I, I just feel bad for like making suggestions and like, what if it's something that somebody doesn't like? Like, I just, I just, I just hate making decisions, especially if it's, like, for a large group of people. If somebody's, like, you know, when, like, the teacher is, like, the teacher might say to you in class or something, does everyone understand? I hate being the first person to say yes, because I'm, like, what if I say yes and somebody in the class doesn't understand it? I feel like I've just spoken on behalf of your whole class, and maybe some people don't get it, and I've just said yes for them. Honestly, there are some decisions that I feel are just left best to like other people to make like I hate I hate those people who can just make a decision instantly because I just envy them like why can't I not do why can't I do that why can't I just click make a decision like why can't I just can you hear that I can't click very loudly so I don't know if you can hear that but like why can't I just make a decision like that anyway but I'm very indecisive when it comes to a lot of things and it's not just about my future like it can literally be today tomorrow yesterday in a week's time it doesn't have to just be like big decisions about the future it can literally be like the tiniest decision i'll still be like i really don't want to make this decision can you make it for me please (laughs) now that i'm finished talking about how indecisive i am i'm gonna do a bit of a change because i feel like i included two kind of topics in this and i said i was gonna do one of these soon so i'm gonna do it in this episode i'm gonna include i'm gonna give you a little two for one special you know so this one I'm going to be answering some questions now because I'm cool. I'm joking. I just really, I really don't want to ramble on about change and indecisiveness anymore. So I'm going to be answering some questions. Um, My very good friend Cosmic, who's an actual idiot, has retweeted some threads for me. Um, So this is a question thread for when you need a distraction or you're just bored. Feel free to quote retweet. I'm just going to answer them out loud. Okay. So feel free to let me know your answers. If they vary from mine, they probably will. So, first question. What's your name? What pronouns do you use? I'm not going to tell you my real name, just for the privacy reasons and everything like that. But I go by Curious. Here on, here on how's that? And the pronouns that I use are they, them. Um, I will not get offended if you do she, her. Um, for the first time when you're referring to me, if you were previously unaware of my pronouns. However, if you we're aware of my pronouns and you continue to use she, she her will get a teensy bit annoyed because i have stated that my preferred pronouns are they them however i have only been a they them for just under a year now i'm pretty sure actually no i think i've been a i think i changed my pronouns to they them around i couldn't actually tell you i think it was about june or july last year um it hasn't been that long i don't think it's been a year but obviously Preferred pronouns are they, them, but I will not get offended if you use she, her the first time around. However, once you are aware of my preferred pronouns, please do use them. Um, My favourite colour. My favourite colour is green. 
It always has been, probably always will be. Uh, question number three: Are you good at art? <laughs> There's a question. Hell no. <laughs> I am. I suck at art. I cannot draw anything. the The only thing I can draw is what are they called? Like the little sparkle things, like stars in the corners of stuff, and like I can do like really fancy tiles and stuff at the top of uh, like notes and things like that. Do you play any instruments? I used to play the piano actually. I played the piano for about six years um and i stopped when i was about 12 do you have any pets if yes what are the names i have two dogs i have two dogs called poppy and ellie poppy is 12 years old and she is a jack russell cross with a sheepdog and ellie is four years old and she's a jack russell cross with a beach on freeze they are the loves of my life and i would do anything for them um number six who is your comfort person i've done a whole podcast episode about him <laughs> my comfort person i have a few comfort people but i'll give you like a top three my comfort people, top comfort people, are Christopher Velez, um, trying to like narrow it down, Niall Horan, and Greg Davis. <laughs> They're like from three completely different universes. Um, what's the name of your playlist? I have several playlists, however, I will give you the one that I use most, which is an audience with, and then my real name. I'm not going to dox myself, but yeah, it's my real name, so an audience with blank curious um do you read books you know what no i'm gonna be completely honest with you i do not read books i would say i read books to try and sound intellectual but no i do not read books um the only books i read are like classics because i do english literature for a level so no i do not read books what's my favorite movie my favorite movie um I'm not really a movie guy, to be honest. I, I just, that's like an odd thing to say. I feel like that keeping up with the Kardashians thing, which like, I don't watch TV. <sighs> like nobody's gonna judge you just because you don't watch TV. Nobody's gonna think you're interesting just because you don't watch TV. I don't know. Like, but <laughs> I um, I'm not a big lover of movies just because I feel like I get bored very easily like I get bored of a tv show it's more than like 20 minutes long but my favorite movies of like all time that like remind me of childhood and stuff I'd say My Girl which is from like the 80s I think um and then more recently <clears throat> Jesus losing my voice more recently I'd say All the Right Places just because that's just made me cry made me laugh made me smile made me everything um Question number 10, what is my dream job? I've answered this a few times now, but I think um, my dream job is to be a languages teacher just because I love languages, I love speaking languages and I love passing on my knowledge to other people. Top three songs at the moment, question number 11. Top three songs at the moment, I would say, is Another Man's Jeans by Ash, um, which literally just came out today, but I listened to it on the way home um, this afternoon and I'm in love with it um i'd say yeah another man's jeans by ash i'd say avalanche by avril lavigne which only came out the other day but absolutely amazing again and i would say uh trouble by choice of man and jason amazing song uh question number 12 when did i join twitter um that's a toughie because i've been suspended so many times um i joined twitter i think in 2016 but obviously don't have the original account that i joined with I think I suspended, not suspended, I think I deactivated it, that one, then came back in like 2019 and I've just been here ever since. Uh, question number 13, how do you usually relax yourself? Um, put on a playlist, put on a good playlist, 
um, or I'll stick on an episode of The Big Bang Theory because it's my comfort show. Um, run myself a bath, have a hot shower, make myself a cup of tea, um, watch some Taskmaster with Greg Davis. That usually relaxes me. Uh, um, yeah, just generally doing things that I find comfort in. Uh, number 14, when did you join the fandoms you're in? Okay, so I'll give you three main fandoms I'm in. Can I give you three? Um, I'll just give you, like, fandoms based on songs that are in my playlist, because I'm looking at my playlist right now. Okay, so, Ciencio fandom, which is probably the fandom that I'm, like, probably most well-known for being in, I joined in October of 2018, so I've been here for just over three years now. Um, the MCYT fandom, which is another fandom that I, uh, take quite an active part in, um i've been in since just over a year now since january 2021 so not that long actually um and i'll do another one for you um who can i think of years and years years and years an amazing band an amazing artist ollie alexander i've been in the years and years and fandom for probably like one of the longest fandoms i've been in since 2015 i think um so yeah quite a while uh number 15 do you have any siblings i do i have an older sister um question 16 do you collect crystals i do not know but i think the people who collect crystals look really cool question number 17 if you could live anywhere you want where would it be this is always a kind of hard question to answer for me because i don't actually know like i'm pretty happy where i am (laughs) um the first place that's come into mind is australia i don't know why just seems like a cool place to live maybe like a city somewhere maybe like mexico city i don't know why mexico means why <laughs> um question number 18 what is your biggest fear my biggest fear <laughs> death <laughs> i was kind of deep death um mirrors um <laughs> ghosts um demons under my bed um like blood not blood like i don't know dripping blood on the walls stuff like that um being buried alive that's a big fear of mine question number 19 what's your favorite game or sport to watch and play to watch i don't really watch sports and i don't really play sports either i used to be really good at cricket that's like a flex of mine when i was in primary school i used to be really good at cricket um question number 20 what are some red flags to watch out for in daily life i'd say people who revolve a conversation around themselves and don't make an effort to make it about you um it's a big red flag for me just because they're the kind of people that you don't want to associate yourself with if somebody is going out of their way to actively make the conversation about themselves you need to leave right now because they're just not going to be good for you they're just not going to be a good person if they just continue to talk about themselves non-stop Question number 21. What's your zodiac sign? I'm a Libra. My birthday is the 4th of October. Question number 22. Actually, I'll skip that one. I'll go to 23. Uh, Question 23. What do you do in your spare time? I do a lot of stuff in my spare time. I podcast. (laughs) Um, I do do, like working out and stuff. It's not like proper working out. It's just like a little bit of fun, you know. Um, I walk. Walk with my dogs. I walk in the mountains. I walk in the beach. And that's all the questions. I think there was another one somewhere, but that's all the questions from that thread. So I hope you enjoyed hearing my answers to that one. <laughs> Found another cra- <laughs> random, random question thread for anyone who may be bored and need a distraction. It says 
quote each tweet with your honest opinion. I'm not going to be doing that. Okay, so I feel like maybe I've answered some of these questions before, so if I have, obviously I'll skip past them. But um, question number one, are you an early bird or a night owl? I am definitely a night owl. I try and be an early bird, but I'm definitely not an early bird because I get up at like any time before half eight. I'm just like, no, I hate this. Uh, Question number two, do I prefer hugs or kisses? I prefer hugs. Take notes. I'm joking. I've never been kissed before, so I wouldn't know. Um, Question number three, when is your birthday? I feel like I've already answered this, but my birthday is October the 4th. Um, Question number four, when, what did your last heartbreak teach you? Um, not to trust so easily and not to forgive so easily. Question number five, do you like to plan things out or do you prefer to be more spontaneous? Um, I'm definitely a planning kind of guy. I hate being, (laughs) I hate surprises. I hate just like people springing things on me. I'm just like, no, why don't we, why don't we plan this out? Question number six, are you genuinely happy with your life right now? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, on the most part yes on the little tiny part of the back of my head no because there is a lot of things that are very uncertain in my life right now kind of running with the theme of what i was talking about in the first part but there are a lot of things i have to be grateful for and a lot of things that i am very thankful for that are in my life so yes i would say on the most part i am generally genuinely happy with my life right now number seven if you could live anywhere i've already answered this question eight are you single i'm ready to mingle i'm single wouldn't say I'm ready to mingle, but I'm single. <laughs> um, question number nine, what's your love language? My love language is, um, I'd say people observing things about me and people remembering things. Like, somebody remembers something about me. That just means a lot to me. Like, I remember you liked this song. I remember you liked this thing, so I got it for you. Or, like, um, this reminded me of you you know when somebody like sends you like a post or like a tweet or something and they're like this reminded me of you I don't know why that just gets me every time so um people dedicating songs to me (laughs) people dedicating like certain things to me and like tagging me and stuff I I don't know I just I have a very I have very low standards of a love language just because like the bare minimum honestly um question number 10 what has 2020 taught you oh 2020 was a good year for me and I know that's a very like kind of harsh thing to say just because it was such a obviously it was such a cool year for so many people it was the start of a global pandemic so um obviously not such an easy year for everyone but it was definitely a year of self-growth for me and made me realize how grateful I am to have people around me um because even though that being in isolation was like my time to shine um because I am an introvert and generally do not thrive off being around people all the time it kind of taught me that I did need that bit of social interaction even if it wasn't too much I did just need that little bit of social interaction because it's what kept me sane at the end of the day um question 11 describe yourself in one word oh that's like it's a good question indecisive (laughs) um question 12 are you the jealous type i try not to be i can be if i see my friends are having fun and i'm not there i can't be the jealous type that sounds so petty of me but i can be the jealous type yes um question 13 my best song at the moment is avalanche by avril lavigne if you haven't listened to it go listen to it question 14 what do your friends call you my friends call me curious hence why i came up with 
curious because I am not original and just take ideas from people that aren't me. Um, basically, the story behind Curious is I had a fan page called Curious Cobbin, who I'm not going to tell you who I dedicated that to because I don't wish to talk about him. <laughs> but um, I had a fan page called Curious Cobbin and then renamed it Curious Velas when um, obviously I was not in the original fandom anymore, so I renamed it Curious Velas. And then Curious has just stuck. Like, um, Curious is just what a lot of my friends call me and some of the people that are like John Reevey <laughs> who was associated with said Cobbin, but um not gonna not talking about him obviously. But um he started calling me Curious as well, so it just kinda stuck. And it's a very cute nickname. I do like it. It did annoy me a bit at first, but I do I've grown to love it. So uh yeah, Curious. My friends call me Curious, but um obviously other friends do call me by my real name. Uh, question 15. What is the pettiest thing you've done after a breakup? Ooh. I'd say... Ooh, I've got a good one. I've got a good one. Um, After I... Ooh, that's a good question. And the phone's just started ringing. So I'm hoping you can't hear that in the background. Anyway, um, after a breakup... It wasn't a breakup. It was more like... I wasn't friends with my friend anymore, um, but we were very close friends, so it was kind of like a breakup. Um, I sent him, <laughs> I sent him the link to uh, Jeremy Zucker's "Not Your Friend" song. Don't know if you've heard. It. It's like, hang up if you ever think of calling me up. Don't say afraid to say, darling. Start and it's like, not afraid to say it works. Well, I'm sorry, but I'm not your fucking friend. <laughs> I sent him the link to that song. Oh, God, that was so fucking petty of me, honestly. But, yeah, that's the pettiest thing I've done after a breakup. <laughs> um, question 16, can you dance? Um, most people will probably say no, but I like to think I can. <laughs> um, I've been freestyling since I was a lot younger, but I have been to dance classes on and off um, since I was probably about five or six, but um, no, but yes. <laughs> question 17, would you prefer to be able to teleport or to read minds? Ooh. I'd probably be able to prefer to teleport because I feel like that'd be really cool. Like, if you're in a really awkward situation, you could be like, bye. <laughs> um, what was the most recent thing that made you cry? Um, trying to think. Most recent thing that made me cry. I keep seeing Molly and me edits on TikTok and they make me cry. Question 19. Your favourite series that's worth a binge watch? Oh. I'm not going to give you the one that first came to my mind, and I'm going to give you another one, is Euphoria. Actually, no, 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 I've changed my answer. Pam and Tommy. If you haven't watched it, it's really good. Go and watch Pam and Tommy, it's on Disney+. Plus. Um, Question, I'm going to skip that one. Question 21, what's the last lie you told? <sighs> the last lie I told? Ooh, um, I can't remember, actually. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to, like, cut back on my lies. I used to tell a lot of white lies, but I'm trying to cut back on how many lies I tell. Um, question 22. Longest time you spent on a call? Longest time I spent on a call? I think it was about two and a half hours. I don't know. I'm not really a call person, so when I do call people, just know that, like, something's either seriously wrong or it's just a prank call. Question number 23. How long have you had Twitter? I'd say probably about five or six years. But I did take a little bit of time off it between like 2017 and 2019. Uh, question 20. I'll skip those. Question 25. How do you feel about sharing your password with your partner? Ooh. 
I'd say generally no, just because I feel like if you guys break up and then they have access to your password, it's a little bit awkward. So no, I'd say because I mean, like there's there's a line of privacy, isn't there? Like you can have a line of privacy where you share your password with your partner. Like what do you share with your partner and what don't you? I'd say no on the most part, but you know, you do you, I guess. What's something you're addicted to? Um putting my thumb up every time someone puts a camera in my face if you could have dinner if you could choose any two celebrities to have dinner with who would it be oh i'd say greg davis and ed gamble because i feel like that would be a very funny dinner (laughs) um would you rather be famous or rich uh rich (laughs) i feel like famous just doesn't have the as many perks as people think it does what would you rob what what, sorry what (laughs) what would what would you never eat even if you were starving tuna i hate it i can't stand it smell of it taste of it everything texture uh what are three things you use every day my phone my phone charger and my headphones um do you think a proposal should be a grand public display or a private intimate moment um i think if your partner has always said they don't want a grand public display i think doing a grand public display is a little bit out of line like i think you should respect your partner's wishes and if you know that they don't want to be they don't like being the center of attention don't do a massive thing um i'd say private intimate just because i think that the kind of grand public displays are kind of we're doing this for the attention we're not really doing it because like i love you and i'm doing this because i want you to treasure this moment i feel like it's kind of just a bit for the attention when it's like a massive thing and there's like people everywhere i don't know i think it's just kind of like a bit of a thing for attention number 32 the first thing you do when you wake up is turn my alarm off and then i go to the toilet because i'm cool what makes you fall in love with someone more physical attraction or a non-physical connection um i'd say an emotional connection i feel like when i can I feel like within the first five seconds of meeting someone, you can tell whether you like them or not. And I know that's like a kind of not like a very niche thing to say is like, obviously you can't tell everything about a person within the first five seconds, but I feel like you can tell if you like them or not. And with my best friends and with the people that like I love, I could tell within the first five seconds of talking to them or meeting them that I was going to like them a lot and they were going to be very special to me. And there has been people that I've met within the first five seconds i thought no i don't think we're really gonna get on and we didn't we didn't end up getting on but obviously there are those people that i did think we weren't gonna get on and then we did because some people don't always have the same first impression of like the person that they actually are but luckily i was able to get a good first impression of the people that like i have chosen to call my best friends and i feel like emotional connection is generally more important than physical attraction because obviously you can be physically attracted to somebody and they have zero personality or you can have somebody who's got a great personality but they're not very physically attractive but should that really matter if you get on great and you can have a good conversation with them does it really matter like it's kind of like been um it's kind of been argued with um ed sheeran that if Ed Sheeran looked like Harry Styles, would he, would he be more popular and would he be more recognised? Because I feel like Ed Sheeran's popularity has just grown. Like the more that the more songs he produces, the more recognised he gets, and the more global he goes. Obviously, but there's a lot of Ed Sheeran's fandom is held back just because that he doesn't look like your stereotypical pop star, or he doesn't look like 
he sounds or like and it's a thing with a lot of um a lot of male artists in particular like Louis Capaldi for example Louis Capaldi deserves the entire world but just because he's not your typical like male standard of beauty like he doesn't look like Harry Styles or Niall Horan or somebody like that or Shawn Mendes or whatever that people decide oh I'm not gonna like him his music sucks but it doesn't it's just because he doesn't look like how you'd imagine him to look based on his voice but I love Louis Capaldi (laughs) Louis Capaldi is one of the funniest guys in the music industry honestly he's honestly makes me laugh every time so I don't think that physical attraction is always necessarily number one when it comes to um, falling in love. Number, geez, there are a lot of questions here. Anyway, um, question 34. Do you believe vulnerability is a good thing when it comes to love? I do think so, yeah. I think that if you're going into something open-minded and you kind of don't go into it with any prejudgments, then it's the best thing for a relationship because if you go into it with thoughts and judgments of like, I'm not really sure if I want to do this. I'm not sure how this is going to work out. Then you're going to have doubts and it's going to ruin a relationship. What are you most thankful for? That's a good question. I'm most thankful for my friends, the friends that I met and the friends I continue to take through life with me. Thankful for my family for guiding me and loving me. I'm thankful for my health. Um, I said that really weird. My health. I'm thankful for my happiness and I'm thankful for the um celebrities and people that i have not managed to meet in person yet that have helped me along the way also um if you could rid the world of one thing what would it be oh poverty <laughs> i feel like that's such a niche answer but yeah poverty <laughs> um what was the last message you sent i will tell you that now the last message i sent was to my mum and it says is there an issue date and expiration date that sounds very ser- uh, serious I was just asking her because I was trying to apply for a job. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I didn't get it. Um, if you're in a bad mood, do you prefer to be left alone or have someone cheer you up? Definitely left alone. I don't understand how people can want to be around people when they're in a bad mood. Like, no, honestly. Um, and that's all the questions. Second thread down. Right, so I'm going to wrap it up there for today's episode because I feel like between rambling on about indecisiveness and answering questions that nobody asked, I've gone on for long enough. So um, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, episode six of the House Up podcast. If you did, make sure you're following this page and turn the bell on at the top so you can get notified every single time I post a brand new episode and make sure to check your little uh, feed of new episodes and stuff on Spotify so you can see as soon as it comes out uh, make sure you're following the Twitter and the Instagram which are both at how's that pod and use the hashtag how's that pod on Twitter to tweet along live reactions questions reviews anything like that um something else I was gonna say um recommend it to a friend (laughs) you know if you really want to um and yeah let me know that you listen to it because i love to see my listeners listening to it and i will interact with you i'll be like yes go on go on my son but anyway, anyway yeah um i hope you enjoyed today's episode and i will see you very very soon for another one stay curious bye